one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Seriously, this is not what we needed. Some round 17 TLT carnage is pretty bad, actually. We've been saying carnage a few times, but this time it actually is. There's a few by a few guys there not backing up, or potentially not backing up. There's been some droppings, there's yeah, a few things mixed out uh, in and around this one. Not great at all. So let's get straight into it. And you see, obviously, the faces that have been named this week. Jack Bird is back, Murray is returning along with Victor Radley, and all of them play a part in moving some guys out of positions, that's for sure. So let's uh, let's speak about the Dragons and the Warriors to kick things off. And, yeah, Bird is that guy. He's back on the edge. We have some bad news later on, so keep Bird in your mind heading into that one. Jack DeBellin returns from his head knock, which is great news. It's exactly what we thought was going to happen. Awesome. Jacob Little, still a potential option, you guys, in the nine jersey. In the hooking role, if you are looking at someone like that, that's all the uh, options I would be looking at uh, for this dragon side at this point. With the Warriors, they get through their second to last bye, which is good, and they play all of the games here up until their next bye in round 21. So Chance and Cookstar, still a solid option, playing really good footy at the moment, but has got up a lot in cash. Lukey Metcalf is you know a potential option as well. There's still no sign of Tamani Martin, so. I'm sure if he's, you know, it sounds like in the next couple of weeks for him, but you know, does he come back into the squad or does Metcalf kind of play his way into that position? He played really, really well last week, along with SJ. So if you don't have SJ right now, he's a great half selection uh, if you need one, that's for sure. Toho Harris, still a solid one, guys. I think that week off is going to be helpful for his knee. Might see him play a little bit better, which is going to be really, really good. Uh, but other than that, not really much else to say on the Warriors, apart from Adam Neville Blake being... A really solid pickup if you need him, but you know he's obviously very, very expensive on that one. Okay, let's go on to the Dolphins Eels. And this is the biggest news here is that our boy Connolly Lemuelu has been dropped to the bench, which is very, very frustrating. I was just talking in that uh, 
most previous video today about you know a couple of people actually trading out Lemuelu, and apparently I didn't even realize, but um, the Nigel, the guy leading the comp, he actually traded out Lem last week. So I don't know what kind of foresight that is, or just absolute luck. I'm, I feel like by leading the comp by a couple hundred, he's absolutely got a crystal ball and knows exactly what's coming up. But look, that's all I'm saying at this point. Uh, but he comes back to the bench, and look, when he was playing the bench in. Early on in the year, he still was getting that 45, 50 minutes and was that kind of player that would come on and provide some sparks and punch there. 40, 40, you know, 50 minutes, as I said, but sort of he ran a couple of games, they got 40 to 40 to 50 there. So he's definitely someone that you could still you know, muck around with, with keeping, but that's very frustrating at this point. He does play each of the next four games, which is really important, 17, 18, 19, 20. And, you know, it's definitely going to be a good number for you. But if he's someone that, like this week, if I was to trade Trent Liera out, he was going to be my starting edge. So, yeah, that's uh puts a spanner in the works definitely on on the potential trade out of of Liero and and what I do with you know either Connolly or or um or Trent there for 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 that example. So, yeah, what you do with him is completely up to you. It's a it's definitely a tough one. I see Braden McGrady come in. I don't know a lot about him, but uh, obviously a cheapy in that spot. He replaces Robert Jennings. So. Yeah, interesting there. Jam- Jermaine Osaka, obviously a solid option in the wing fullback position. Balance Tafade gets the spot with Brenko Lee's injury. I don't believe it's long-term, but correct me if I am wrong here. And yeah, Isaiah Katoa and Cody Nikarima. If you've got Cody, still stick with him. Felicia Kafusi comes back to play. So yeah, that's that. Jeremy Marshall-King, another week off on his AC joint is going to be good for him. For the Eels, the biggest news here really is Mitchell Moses has been named. Thank you very much. Brennan Hands keeps his spot in the nine jersey, so he's a solid option, I would say, this week. But obviously the the slight risk of Hodgson coming back at any moment could definitely derail derail those plans for sure. But it seems like he's nowhere to be found at this point. And Sean Lane is in the reserves there. Ryan Madison goes back to the bench. He'll play his middle role off the bench there, Jermaine Hopgood is a, a tough one if you're looking at a potential captaincy with Madison going to be taking a few of those middle minutes. But, you know, it remains, remains to be seen how many minutes Junior Barlow there will play. I uh, doubt it will be as many as normal considering he'll be coming back from origin. So he'll play that lower minute role. And I think Maddo, uh, obviously Regan and and Hopgood will still play the bigger minute uh, role in that one. You've got Ogden, Offa, Makatoa all played. Uh, pretty big roles last week and yeah, might be asked to play a few less minutes in this one with the return of um, of Junior there. So that's the Eels. Don't stress too much with Maddo. That's a role that he's uh, done really, really well at. If you have Pantasini like myself, just holding on to him. Gutho has been great as well. Bradley Simonson also. All right, so let's go down to Panthers Knights. And the next big news is that Zach Hosking has been pushed to 18th man. So anyone who was holding him, there's still a bunch, I believe. He's in the 18th man. We've got Eisenhuth Garner in there as well. Um, so plenty of, and, and Peachy to go along with us. So plenty of uh, decent players on that one. Jamin Salmon goes back to bench. We see Luai return. Edwards is there. Tango, Crichton, To'o. So Tango, still a solid option there. I wouldn't be you know, going for any of the guys backing up in the Panthers. Isaiah Yo, obviously a gun mid that you could be looking at kind of now is, is it potentially an option for him or just waiting until sort of round 20 for him there. Uh, so Sorensen and Martin are going to be named to start. So there's every chance that if you know one of them gets injured, that Hosking will come back in and play. Again, reserve all your uh, changes and, and thoughts on on potential um, yes buys and sells, and at the moment until after Origin when we find out you know, at least injuries to start and then who should be backing up. But you obviously these guys being named in the starting side is is a good indication that they will be fine to back up and play, or the team wants them to back up and play, which 
always happens to be the way for the Panthers. Night side, we see Greg Marzu return to happy days for Scoop. Uh, we've got Ponga in there. Obviously a good buy still. Dylan Lucas in the centre position, playing in the back row. He gets another week here with Fitzgibbon being out with the HIA. Uh, so, yeah, a good week for scoring for Dylan. I've uh, had a little tinker with, like, Lemuelu to Dylan Lucas and, you know, making some changes there. But, uh, yeah, it seems like it's likely to be a one-week play unless there's an injury to Frizzell. So I suppose we can wait and see, you know, if, if he gets injured through origin, which we hope he doesn't. Adam Elliott is obviously the slightly other option where, you know, he scored much better on the weekend. You see Brody Jones move to 18th man. Lockie Miller still in there as well. So that's that on that front. Storm come up against the Eagles. And, yeah, not a lot on the Storm side. Nelson has just been named purely on on the edge this time. Trent still being named. Uh, again, doubt that he's going to lose any minutes. They obviously got a win on the weekend, which was helpful for them as well. Um, Harry Grant's been named. Munster's been named. Both potential options in the next... I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. A few weeks for sure. This week, if you would look, be looking at them, if they back up well, uh, they play obviously on the Saturday night game. So at least a few days rest on that on that front uh, for the Manly boys. Yeah, no one else you'd look at in the storm, I believe. Uh, Manly Boys, Kay Weeks keeps the one. So Tom's just been put in the reserves at 22. So I suppose with him, they're likely not likely to back him up, considering they got ex- exemption for him to play when he had the concussion. Um, yeah, good good choice there to, to leave him out. Samuel Fainu, for anyone who was waiting on him or needing him to play, which I'd say most people were, if you do own him, you're likely to have sort of four, five, six out now, which is not good. So he won't play unless something happens. Who they got? Yeah, there's no no one really he would come in for. It seems like unless it's just a late late day change. But I suppose why would you name him on the reserves to then bring him in? That's not really a, a power play or anything like that. Um, so he's out unfortunately. Olakwatu, obviously someone you could look at for sure. But uh, yeah, a bunch of people, a bunch of higher level coaches have been bringing him in. But I know he still isn't performing, so it's hard to pick him. Uh, DCE is obviously a potential buy eventually as well. Let's go to the next one. We've got Broncos v Titans there. Reese Walsh, as I said in that previous video, look at him for sure. Brendan Piakura is one to, to look at. His scores aren't great at the moment. Obviously, in this one, though, he's likely to get the 80 minutes. You've got Tapau, Jensen, Kobe Hetherington, all middles there, and Smoothie will switch between uh, will switch with Billy Walters. So you can imagine Piakura gets the 80 minutes there. He's very cheap in the 250 odds um, and definitely could be one of those guys that you have as like a stopgap. With uh, Kirk Cabell's out until round 20. So, look, round 20 is not the great one either because you probably want him to be a player for you in round 20 as well. But he's definitely something, somewhat, somebody that I'm going to look at this week uh, as a potential option for my side as my first cash out and probably the only cash out of the week, uh, of the year, sorry. Good thing with that is he gets the, the next three weeks. So, uh, he doesn't get, no, he's in the next two weeks. Scratch up. 17 and 18. You'd miss him for 19 anyway, so... Yeah, not, not a super good option, but there's really no one as a cash-out 
uh, unless you're looking at like Valen Stefade that you know is a little bit more expensive now, but as a guy that's going to play the next bunch of weeks potentially with Branko Lee and, and seeing what happens here. So there's not really a lot on the cheap side that are going to get multiple weeks unless you're banking on an injury. And that's where you think like someone like Dylan Lucas is going to score that little bit better because uh, Piakura hasn't been amazing, but he's in the centers, Piakura in the edge position, which you know, might be a little bit tough for people this week that have IPAP, that have uh, uh, Bateman, those types of, and Preston, these types of guys there. But I'm still looking at IPAP for next week is going to be my goal. On the Titans side, we see Jaden Campbell go back to the bench. Not what you want. Cleese Haas, if Fafita plays and backs up here, then Cleese Haas will stay on the bench. Uh, if not, then uh, he'll come into the starting side, which would be fun as well. Uh, we'll find out, obviously, a little bit closer with uh, Origin coming up tomorrow night. Tanner Boyd, someone that's clearly on my list, but uh, may not be able to happen this week. We'll see how we go. Although, we might just have to go Lem to him or, or something like that. Um, and yeah, we're going to find out in this next one, after we can talk about AJ Brimson, who is definitely... An option, guys, but he was 18th man in, you know, for game two. Here's every chance he's 18th man again for, for game three. Or there's an injury or something like that, and he could be like their utility 14. So that's something to think about. And probably, you know, one you, you would like to wait on there. Uh, Mo for the Wake is going to play Origin. Tino, they've both been named to back up as well. So, again, you probably don't want to grab Mo now uh, in round 17 just because he's going to be backing up from Origin. But let's find out what happens uh, tomorrow night and uh, then make our decisions from there. Rabbitohs and the Cowboys. So the news we really want to speak about here is all of their Origin players are being named in the reserves. So it's just that, correct me if I'm wrong, that happened in after game one as well. I didn't have anyone in the um, that was playing Origin in the in the Cowboys at that point. So uh, it didn't really matter to me too much. But um, yeah, Robson obviously in that position there, which is not ideal. And then so, yeah, most of those guys are going to back up, you'd imagine. So you've got Finna Fiaki is in the starting jersey, which is very cool. Lucille Lua is a potential option on that edge if you if you are if you are needing something like that. It's like Leibach keeps his spot in the centers, likely. Maybe not. Who knows? Um, Drinkwater's still there, which is good. But yeah, that's a, the main sort of, sort of thoughts at this point around the uh, Cowboys. Just hoping that they do back up. They play a very late game, obviously, 4 p.m. on Sunday. Should be enough time for them to back up. It's a very important game for them against the Bunny. So I, I would expect them to, but it's just that little bit yeah, that's a little bit of scariness. Um, so hopefully we do find out some information on Friday after Origin. Uh, and then the bunny. So the really the big news here is just the the thoughts on what's going to happen on the edge. So Keon Komatangi, he's someone that um, we need to speak about because he's lost a little bit of cash. He's been playing through the middle uh, and now he gets his spot back on the edge. It'll be 80 minutes. He is still in Origin contention. So that's just a small thing to, to think about there. But it has the buy in round 20 and then one a lot later. Um, so you know, definitely have him in your thoughts. He's priced under what his average is by five. He's averaging 57 before the end injury, and he's now under a 50 average. So he's definitely someone in the edge you could look at, but has a buy in round 20, plays 19, unless he's in origin. Cook names are back up. Same with Murray, which is good. Tommy Burgess returning there as well. Um, yeah, Mama Zellis in the reserves if yeah, anything happens to Cook. Jacob Host has been dropped as well. Jed Cartwright comes into the squad. So he's just someone we will we will focus on tomorrow. He's obviously uh, that dual position guy that could do a job. But again, you know, how excited are we that, that he's in that spot, to be honest with you. He just comes in and replaces him. Could, could you know, be be replaced himself um, next week. Who, who knows at this point? So that's the hard one there with the Bunnies. And then the last game there will be Roosters Raiders at 6.15 on the Sunday. So you'd likely think that the Origin boys from Roosters would back up. So Teddy, very much a likely backup candidate. Joseph Manu goes into the centers now. They're keeping Sandon Smith at halfback. And I think that's a good idea. Sandon was really, really good uh, last week. And 
with Kiri likely to play, it seems like, they're going to be, you know, splitting the, the kicking, the role there. So Sandem probably still scores solidly, but I, don't, I doubt he scores as well as last week. He's very cheap. He's definitely someone you could use as a cash out there. But Sammy Walker, likely to be back in a few weeks. Yeah, potentially, it seems like it's dragging on, so it could be longer. But they have a buy in 19, so you don't get him for that. Hopefully, you would get him for 20, but you just don't know. So you get him for this week, next week, um, likely. And then round 20. But that's the hard thing. If you have multiple eels in your team, in round 18, you're going to be needing a full 17. Just say you have three or you say you have four eels at this point, or yeah, you want to have the rest of your guys playing each and every week and no chance of being dropped. So that's something to think about. If you have three eels, then you could probably get away with um with having one of those guys that's probably you know potentially a cash out or a week to week prospect or something like that. So Sandon Smith, definitely a half an option. We'll find out more after Origin. Jake Turpin, the Tucklebot, he's almost a five hundred K now. Very exciting. The big news here is that Nat Butcher is being named on the interchange. Satili Tupanua got a really bad thigh cork. He's been named to play. Wouldn't shock me if he switches with Nat Butcher on that starting side, but it's good to see Satili getting back into some decent playing time. Um, but yeah, that's probably it, really, on the on the Rooster side. It's just, yeah, Nat's going to be fine. It's still play big minutes. Uh, but so, yeah, not, not ideal, obviously, being on the bench after he played the full 80 last week. Anything less than that is a downgrade. On the Raiders side, not a lot you should be looking at. Tarpany is back in the uh, in the prop jersey, which he was um, the, the previous week before their buy. Corey Horsburgh's there as well. Uh, gets a bit of uh, origin experience in the in the camp, which is good. Zach Wolford in the nine, yeah, not really much here on the the Raiders side, but that is all I reckon for TLT. I uh, hope that was helpful. It's uh, just definitely is annoying. A lot of uh, a lot of things going on. Uh, with all those teams, and hopefully it doesn't affect you too much, but I really think it's going to be some carnage this week. There might be a team or two that's you know, really high up in the ranks that's fielding sort of 15 or 16, 17 at best with a couple of cheapies or you know, maybe max trading to get to 17 or, or something like that. So, yeah, that's very, very interesting this week. And, uh, yeah, I wish you guys all the best of luck with your teams. But enjoy Origin first and then make your trades after.